0: and i want to welcome you to snowy albany new york we probably got about nine to ten inches right now it's been coming down insanely but if you don't know who we are we are motivation and muscle streaming radio and uh something that was very interesting i was listening to today was um uh basically talking about you know the power of i am i believe um uh, I am certain these are big words, and you know I'm going to bring this gentleman in, Dr. William Wong is on with me today, um, which I think this show will be probably one of the biggest classic shows he and I have ever done, because of our history even before Eminem and FBC and everything, and um, your first and last name, how very important it is, and how you attach it to things. If you know any of the big, big names out there, I know there's a lot of people love Hollywood and the names there, but I'm talking more from a strength, from a financial standpoint. Even people have just done great things with people, you know, Mother Teresa, people of that nature. Even people that don't get notoriety, but are huge, first and last name. But this is what I want to clarify. When you look at these huge people, these huge names that have done marquee things in the world, one of the things that I was listening to was you should always attach your name to everything you do. And, you know, well, we could go like this, Eric Fiorello, Motivation Muscle and Fiorello Barbell Company. Because as we grow bigger and bigger, and we had Dr. Joe Vitale on here, which, you know, you're talking guess that people know worldwide if we don't promote everyone here. And it's just amazing the evolution of this company and where we are now and where we're going to be and how we attach things. So that is a thing you should really think about, especially in business. You know, like with Dr. Wong, he's known all over the globe. You know, you say Dr. William Wong and attach it to whatever he owns, promotes right there. It's going to carry weight, and that's what you got to think about with your life, carrying your name, your weight, with the things you do. Get them out there and be very proud of what you do, and it's very important. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. As I said, um, Winners and Champions, Inc., That's a program everyone should get on. That's 14 modules, and it will take you places you've never been before. Also, too, don't forget about our Prosperity Conscious page out there. You know, we've done over 800 shows here, and I I wish I had every email or voicemail that was left for me about all the things this show has done for people. Now, people have given generously, a lot of them. And in that packet, in the prosperity page, you'll find donations there, which go right to the MailChimp, which, I'm sorry, which go to my PayPal account. And you're getting something or two things with each one. There's a 25, 50, and 100. And we need to get financially very, very solvent. Whether I'm going out and getting money, it's very hard to balance all three things, but I've done it. And I'm going to keep doing it until we are multi-million dollar companies. And I know most people hate President Trump, but I've been listening to a lot of older stuff with him talking about his dad. Um, his father was an amazing man. I'm telling you, if you can put aside your uh, your aspirations of what he is and how much most people dislike him, you want to talk about a winner? you can listen to 10 minutes of him and you're ready to take the world. And that's one of the things he talks about is you don't give up even when you're down on your knees and it looks like everything's going south on you. Think of the opportunities that are going to come and that's all I can think about right now because we've been broken down on our knees and I won't allow myself to stay on my knees. So that's something you want to think about too. Also too, don't forget about our YouTube channel, Real Men. Real strength, real power. That's Fiorello Barbell Company. Also, too, the Manly Men's Movement. That's one of the things Dr. Wong and I are going to talk about. That's out on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. What an incredible page. What an, inc- and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. We're bringing manhood back, and I can't wait till we get into that. That'll be the second part of the show. Um, get involved. You know, I've had people for two years asking me, and most of it came from Dr. Wong and I, because we would just hammer the fact of what is going on. And if you saw recently, and I'm sure we're going to get into that, about the hand grenade horse shit. And if you read my comment that I put out on Etched in Stone, I said, well, they ought to just throw their iPhones. Okay, and I meant that jokingly, but not, if that's what it's come down to. So, get out there and look at that, and also... Get on. I'm giving free consultations. If you're in New York, upstate New York, anywhere, come on here to the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. I'll give you the best workout you've never had. Bring your children. I will take you people places nowhere nobody's ever been. It's not cheap to come here, but you will never leave here not being successful. Only if you don't want to do it. Because I give everything and I expect that in return. Also, too... Advertising on Motivation Muscle, which is big. We've got a few people already. It would be a great way to keep money flowing through here. And that is the prime mission right now. Because without money, we can't do all the things we want to do. And I'll tell you this. I've said this all day to myself. I am a magnet for money. And it works. Also, too, um, go out to um, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look at all the shows Dr. Wong and I have done. There is literally an encyclopedia out there, and everybody's like, write books, write this, write that. I don't have time. I've got pieces all over. I think Motivation Muscle is the biggest book I'll ever write, because there's going to be much, much more with it. I mean, I don't know anybody's show that you're going to go out and get this information and content for free, but... I hope you enjoy it. That's the idea of it, to teach and learn and pass it on. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com. Don't forget about uh, signing up for our free newsletter. It goes right to my MailChimp account, and you'll be getting that. As I said, we've got Dr. William Wong on with us, and I'm going to give you a little information on this gentleman. And before I read this, I go back quite a while with Dr. Wong, long before um, the show's uh, the business, you know, I had bought supplements before from him, and as I always say to people, because I go back with him, one thing I always admired about him and a few other people that are associated with here, is that you don't get too damn big for their britches. Um, I, I, I can't, I'm not gonna name names, cause I'm gonna get a lawsuit for sure, but when I'm a millionaire, which is gonna be soon, I'm gonna call people out. And a lot of people that um, have these big reps and all this and that, not all of them, but some of them really could care less or even give you the time of day. We don't associate with that. And they're the type that, as you hit bigger and bigger, are going to be, hey, uh, could I come back on? Yeah, I'd probably let you back on because I'm not that type of guy. But I want to tell you, you call Dr. Wong, you're going to get a response from him. That's big to me, because I want to talk to the guy, and I know his wife, Michelle, is incredible, right alongside with him, but I want to talk to this guy, and I hope he wants to talk to me. It's very important, and I'm getting away from emails and all that more and more. I want to talk to people. We need to start doing that again, so never hesitate on getting a hold of him, because he will help you out. And that's the way I believe, too. I have a sense of responsibility, and I like to talk to people. And I'm not a guy that will ever be too big to not return your call. I've already had that said to me, and I call them every time, and they were shocked. Dr. Wong is a classical naturopath, a Ph.D. exercise physiologist, certified athletic trainer. That's A-A-T-A, certified sports medicine trainer, A-S-M-A, World Sports Medicine Hall of Fame member and World Martial Arts Hall of Fame member. And without further ado, I have the honor to have this gentleman on who has been a very big part of here in my life prior to it. Welcome back, my friend. Uh, It's great to have you on the show. Thank
1: you, Eric. Thank you for having me on. It's great to be on with you. It always is. Anything I missed, websites or anything like that, please put it out. The uh, place where folks can read my rantings and ravings is... DRWONG.US, Dr. Wong.United States. The place where you can listen to my podcast from about 2007 to the summer of 2016 is drwongradio.com. And you can go on Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness on YouTube and listen to the radio shows that I've done since the summer of 2016. We don't have them all up yet, but. We're working on it whenever we can get the chance to. I know the feeling. It's, you know, people don't
0: realize um, to put a podcast up here, and the fastest I've ever been able to do it is about an hour and 20 minutes because the thing that really takes time is. I probably go too deep in it, but you have to write show notes of course. Yep. You have to move the files, you have to upload it, then I have to move in the blueberry and put the tags on and then social media. It is quite a process because one thing I know I've had a lot of people reach out to me that want to do podcast shows. And I'm like, Okay, you know, I'll I'll set I'll set you off but I mean it's like everything, it's a lot of knowledge that costs time and money. So we'll get maybe five or ten minutes into it, and it's like, well, maybe I'll think about it down the road. You know, it's not just recording a show, folks. It is huge. It's huge. And when you're a one-man army like me, you know, it's a lot of work besides everything going on. But I'll tell you what, uh, it's the best thing you could ever do. When you find something you love, as they always say, it's not work, but you are living on a road, as Bill Crawford said to me recently, Eric, live the journey. He goes, I'm not talking about the stuff that they're just talking out. You know, everybody's talking out the side of their mouth. He and I and a lot of other people have been going through a lot of stuff. He's kind of settled some stuff with, he's an MD. Um, he's leaving New Hampshire to bigger and better things. He's going home. He's going to be close to where he started out, Olympic lifting at Jack King's gym, and he was very complimentary of myself and what I've done, and I appreciate that very much. Well, we're going to talk about motivation muscle and manly men's movement today because of my lineage with Dr. Wong, and Dr. Wong, I know isn't going to candy coat anything, whether he likes it or not here, and he knows that i got thick skin, but the main thing is the respect I have for him, and he's so damn blunt, honest, I need that. That's very refreshing to me all the time. So, Doc, M&M, motivation and muscle. Um, I'm going to just break it down quick, and then I'll I'll, uh, send it to you. For anybody that doesn't know... This was constructed, obviously, who knew, though, at the time, was from my brother Jimmy, who was a year younger than me. Jimmy was, um, like all of us, a a kid, running, jumping, everything, until he was diagnosed with the worst form of muscular dystrophy, Duchenne. And my parents didn't know at the time, obviously, Jimmy was starting to stumble, fall a lot, nothing wrong with them mentally but things were happening so being both of them in the medical field um, you know they took him to the doctor and had him examined and I don't know the whole thing because I was a little kid but obviously they came back and said Jimmy has Duchenne muscular dystrophy now I can't even imagine what that had to be like a sledgehammer to the head of both of my parents and it was to all of us even though we were little kids Because at that next point, Jimmy was wheelchair-bound. And it was heartbreaking, especially to me, because... And I don't know, I've never really talked about this with my siblings too much, because when I have brought it up, it's real uncomfortable with them. I can deal with it. I'm the only one, usually other than my mother, that feels comfortable going to the cemetery to see him and my dad. And recently... I've been going down there at least once a week taking a book I'm reading. Lately, I've been rereading Think and Grow Rich, and I sit there and read to them both. Now, I know people say, what? But to me, it gives me a lot of ease. It feels good to be there with them. They're not there physically, but I know they're all over me. I know their energies with me. And I think sometimes those are things that will touch you off in a lot of different ways that can be very productive so to make a long story short as I've said I was frightened of this stuff you know as a kid you're afraid you can get it it's like the measles you know and my parents reassured me over and over again and of course as I said we took Jimmy everywhere everywhere you would never know he was in a wheelchair I swear to you always had a smile on his face I never heard him the day he died ever complain And you want to talk about a guy that could have given up and complained? I mean, it got to the point where if his head went back, we had to pick it up for him and put him up straight. That's how bad it got, how weak he got. And I remember I was just wandering one day in a store, and I saw the comic book of The Incredible Hulk. And it stopped me dead in my tracks. And I started reading through it, and I bought it. It changed my life forever because as a young little kid... 10 years old I said to myself if I can become that big green monster MD nothing's ever going to touch me I'm looking at a picture of Jimmy right across from me and in the left hand corner of the picture is the comic picture of the Incredible Hulk they, they will be with me the day I die there's a big picture someone sent me a listener Dr. Jeffrey Smith it's an old old metal picture of the incredible hulk from the cartoons and it's got marvel comics in the bottom right it's it's all in plastic it's probably worth some serious money so they're right across from me, among many other things the kids everything all the things i love and that set me off well a few years ahead of time we we go ahead a few more we lose jimmy to pneumonia uh that usually is what happens with uh children with muscular dystrophy he stayed in the home obviously my mother and father they hadn't slept in days you know they had to go to sleep um jimmy jimmy never woke up the next day i it was my parents would wouldn't let us in in the room cuz he slept in the same room my brother john but i looked in and i never seen anything like it there was my brother blue so that's what touched the training off and we went through the years, obviously, trained, made great gains, got to go to Iceland, met people all over, exchanged ideas. I mean, what a great life, man. You know, successful in, in, in the software industry, made a lot of money. But it came to a point where we were fulfilling contracts, and there wasn't a lot going on and we lost our jobs you don't need consultants at that point so I was now saying to myself okay I love my family and I'm watching my nieces and nephews grow up it's very important to me if you haven't heard it and I I, I don't want to be a a come again uncle regardless so I decided I wasn't going to live out of my suitcase and I decided Fiorello Barbell Company came first it was a year ahead of the conceptual uh, idea, creation of Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio because I felt that I was very good with people and I had an excellent speaking voice and I didn't want to be under anybody's thumb anymore. I felt like I was the kind of guy that needed to get out there and do his own thing no matter what. So I went for it and I'm still with it and we are gaining success over and over, but there's so much more to it. But I've, I've taken enough time. I want to get over to Dr. Wong, because I, don't, I, I know he knows a lot about the story. I don't know if he knows the whole thing, but sometimes it takes one thing in your life to change you forever. See, we, didn't, we never knew FBC or m M&M and or the Manly Man. We, we, I never knew any of that, all right? But the bottom line was it was Jimmy... That was the catalyst that got me into this physical culture. And you never know what's going to happen from then after. But he is the dedicate, everything is dedicated to him with both businesses. And things like that can touch off on you that can create a life of, I don't know, stupendous things happening. So take it away, Dr. Wong.
1: Most of the shows that involve weightlifting strength training are about bodybuilding in one sort or another most of the shows talk about sets and reps and proteins and, and whatever else some of the shows talk about kettlebell lifting as opposed to dumbbells some of the shows talk about they, they, they vary into other other places sexual ability blah 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 but what was needed was a show to combine the Mind and the Muscle, very few shows out there really combined, were really meant for thinking lifters. You know, the, the, the bad image of lifters, especially from the 1940s on, is that we're all muscle heads. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I, well, I got a sub-90 IQ, and I pick my toe jam, and I pick my nose, and I eat it. Yep, know? yep. But in reality, you have to be fairly intelligent to be successful at weight training, or else you're going to break yourself. <laughs> yeah, you <yep>. really are. <laughs> yep. you, know, you, yep. you, you do stupid shit, you're going to get broken. Yep. Those guys get left behind. They usually train maybe three months, maybe three years, and then they spend the rest of their lives, Yeah, I'm, I'm tough. Yeah. I I I lifted and played football in high school. How old are you now? (laughs) Ninety (laughs) seven.
0: Yeah. Or or you hear this too, I've heard this before. You know, I know guys that just like you said, played football and lifted, and they'll be in their fifties, and they'll look at me and they'll say, "Well, when I was your age, I could kick your ass." I said, "I'll tell you what, you couldn't kick my ass with fucking four legs to kick my ass." But go ahead, take it. Go ahead, take it. I mean, you know, you know, you know something. You know that was that was one of the reasons why Eminem was just so damn big because it was like finally you got a platform where you got guys like you and everybody else that got the damn intelligence. And have done so many things And just love the essence of strength That exactly.
1: Go ahead, go ahead, take it I, I, I Here can, we can talk about the scientific ways of building strength We can talk about the practical ways of building strength You have people on here that are not just theorists right. And they're not just posers Now, you know, <clears throat> let me get down on bodybuilders I'm sorry, I have to get down on bodybuilders <laughs> Go <laughs> so, ahead uh, Bodybuilding is a non-fucking-contact sport. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a bodybuilder and make like you're tough shit. Yep. I'll put my fist through your face. <laughs> you know, the, 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 your, your biceps may be kissably beautiful, but they don't intimidate me worth a shit. Tell me you're an MMA fighter. Tell me you're a martial artist. Tell me you're tell me you an Olympic lifter. I'll have some respect for you. Tell me you're a power lifter or a strong man. I'll yep. have a lot more respect for you. But, you know, most of these shows... Those are about bodybuilding. And about building kissably beautiful biceps. And about guys who shave their armpits <laughs> and shave their back so they can pose. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you know,
1: to get in my panties no, I say this having been a national class judge and having competed, it got to the point where I couldn't stand the mindset of those sons of bitches and I just left. Yeah. Absolutely just 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 left. And when the women's clitoris started getting to be three and four inches long because they were on so many roids... Yeah. ...that they had to tape it in between their vaginal lips and they had these huge camel toes showing because they did tape it... Yep. ...I walked... I uh, I walked away. Yep. <laughs> I really... Yep. I, I said, no, man, this is, like, sick. Yeah. You don't see that level of narcissism with the serious strength athletes. So we're... we're we're going to separate bodybuilding into a whole separate category. Those are narcissists, which is okay. <laughs> Been there, done that. But only had so much of a degree of narcissism, okay? But they're not serious strength athletes. When you have C. V. Shanks on. Oh, yeah. When you have, have, have any of the lifters you, you have on, lifting the Denny Stones, lifting the Husefeld, doing Olympic lifting, doing powerlifting, doing, doing strongman, that's practical strength. And when we talk about that, we have to come up with intelligent ways of both transmitting the information on how to get there and transmitting the information as to how not to kill yourself while you're getting there. Exactly. And this show was the first one that I've heard or been on. And I've been on some strength shows before. Oh, I know. The emphasis was on practical, intelligent ways of getting stronger and of looking at the uh, phenomenon is the wrong the wrong word. Looking at the mindset mm-hmm. of a real strength athlete.
0: No, I, I agree. And you know what the real interesting thing is? Um, you want to talk about uh, more people on? Um, I'm trying to think. I have to. Um, I want to make sure I got his last name right. Um, I'm just trying to... Well, let me put it this way. I got his name. Now I can remember it. Um, we've got, uh, Charlie Oliphant and Liam on. Uh, I think his last name is Tweedy. Um, I hope I didn't pronounce that wrong. We got him on from Scotland tomorrow. Um, you want to talk about a serious Denny lifter. Now, these are people, um... That Charlie is, um, te- well, I would say coaching, because Charlie's so good with everything, that, um, he, he's at that point because he has lifted everything in the last year, that now he's out working with guys that want to go lift the Denny Stone. So there's going to be a three-way call tomorrow between the three of us, uh, 6 p.m. my time, 11 p.m. their time. They're going to be very interesting shows, and what I always felt motivation muscle brought more than anything was it brought an energy. Because I know what people have told me. They're like, "Jesus, I I get off the phone with you, I got to go lift." All right, well. I, I'm that type of personality to begin with. I, you know, it's like, let's go make a decision and let's go chop the tree down or, <laughs> or, or, right? Or let's go take plates and just fling them as far as we can or whatever. All right? But mm-hmm. the point of the matter, Doc, is this. If you're going to do stuff like this, you need to bring what you really are. And see, that's what I have always been. Uh, you know, I've been called authentic. Obviously, uh aggressive sometimes people are wondering okay what's going on with him he's like off the wall well you know here's something i don't do that most people do that i believe in a lot of media is phony because we are a media company is this they dress them up to be whatever they want them to be that day with me you're going to get whatever's going on with me um And I think that is something we're lacking sorely in the world right now are people that are just of stand-up character that are the real deal. If you can't identify with that, then maybe you've taken it to the head a few too many times because I think the world now, in my opinion, is starving for people that are going to tell you the truth. You don't have to be nasty to somebody whether you agree with them or not, unless they are nasty back to you now – you can look at things in two different ways because, you know, we've been talking on motivation and muscle, how I've been rewiring the hell out of my head, and most people, I don't think, really get it. I think they, they get lost with it, and the amount of degree of studying I'm doing every day and thinking, because I'm going to tell you right now. You're never going to be successful in anything unless you become someone that gets very, very good, especially in your one area. You can bring the other pieces in, but I want to be the best broadcaster ever. I don't say that in jest because this is going to be a national show. That's my dream. That's the first thing to do, obviously, is get to the point where all the equipment here gets replaced. We go with the mixer. And the next thing you know, Dr. Wong and I have a half-hour call-in show. Now, you want to talk about animated characters, wait till you call in here and talk to us. You're going to be like, whoa, it, literally your mic's going to burn up in front of you or melt in your ears, your headphone phones. But that's the point of what I want to do here. I'm not here to be like anybody else. I wish everybody the best, but I'm Eric. Dr. Wong lived in New York. He knows. Look. One thing I will tell you about New York, there's not much I like here anymore, but I love New York attitude. I love, I love New York attitude. I love New York Italian women, because if you fuck with them, they'll cut you in half. Okay? <laughs> I like that. I, I, I like to know where I stand with people, and I feel motivation muscle really, really distributes that type of thought and meaning, and just you know that thing like if Dr. Wong lived near me today. It wouldn't matter if we were doing the show or not. I would have grabbed him up in the 10 inches of snow, and we would have been doing something out in the fucking yard. And I know he'd do it with me. Why? Because he understands this stuff. See, you know, there's no such thing as theory here. Theory is another bullshit thing, all right? I believe in going out and doing the real thing, the real activity. When I do motivation and muscle, I'm not talking about anything I've never done. Okay? I've had authors on here, all right, I've never written a book. Motivation muscle to me is the biggest encyclopedia I'll ever write. I don't I I don't have to write a book. I am writing a book with everybody on here every day. And that to me means so much. You know, people don't listen and they don't take in their head what sometimes they think we're talking about. Every lesson that's happening here is something we're both doing. We're both doing. If you knew some of the stuff that was popping off in my head because of all this stuff, you'd be frightened to death. Because when you're digging up graves, you're going to get skeletons all over. So stuff that could have happened to me 20 years ago that I didn't like or it's there still in my subconscious mind, it has to be all flushed out. One of the techniques I do is to literally get myself in a state of thought that I will take this type of stuff and I only use my right arm and I make a fist as tight as I can and I shoot all that stuff out of my fingers and literally I'll step on it and crush it out of me it works but this is the stuff that I'm involved with right now the mashing middies, all this stuff stuff that to most people is off the wall a sandbag I I can tell you this because I've done it multiple times I can take a human being. I've had him here 270-plus pounds. Nine months later, I've got him down to 218 with a sandbag and body weight movements. But go ahead, Dr. Wong. Comment on anything anything you want to lay out. Hit it.
1: It's yours. You mentioned something early on in the show. You you, you mentioned I Am. You got it. The the founder of the I Am movement, the guy who read through Scripture uh, and then read through all the ancient writings... And found the I am. He was Godfrey Ray King. Yep. And Godfrey Ray King put together a series of exercises one could do and things one could do. And you can apply the I am to anything. I am the strongest lifter I can be. I am a very successful person. I am the most intelligent person. I can be, I am the most well-hung guy in the world. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Be careful. Yep. You know, here yep. I come, yep. making movies. Yep. Uh, you know, you can apply the I am to anything. Where does the I am come from? When, when, when uh, Abraham asked God who he was, what was God's answer? I am that I am. Now, mm-hmm. let's go back even further. Abraham was from Ur in the Chaldees. Ur the... According to Biblical Archaeology Review, Ur in the Chaldees was one of five different places. Three of them could be in Iraq. But the other two are in Far Eastern Persia. Well, back then, Far Eastern Persia was Far Western India. Yep. So, how do you say I am that I am? In the language of India back then... Four or 5,000 years ago, which was Sanskrit, you pronounce it Om Tat Sat Om. Where have you heard that before? Yeah. Om Tat Sat Om. So here we go. Abraham asked God, who are you? And God said, Om Tat Sat Om. I am that I am. In doing that, God gave Abraham the key to create. Remember, that when God made stuff, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. Yep. I don't mean to get preachy here, but... That's <clears throat> fine. ...by using his name. Yep. Okay? The only variation we have of his name is the Om Tat Om. Om. I am. <clears throat> so, even though it's not exactly his name, even though it's not exactly the right pronunciation, it's close enough... That when we say it in whatever language we say it in, the meaning is exactly the same, and we can achieve stuff. So if we apply it to weightlifting, if we apply it to strength training, if we apply it to education, if we apply it to advancing ourselves financially, if we apply it to advancing ourselves educationally, if we apply it to anything, and you apply it sincerely and you believe in it, you have to believe it's going to work. Yep, yep. Um, it will work. It will work. If you programming your, your disk drive, Yep. it will work. Yep. Um,
0: that's why we say that here. Uh, three of the people that I listen to among many is um, Dr. Joseph Murphy, who's huge, Neville Goddard, and, of course, if you know anything about President Trump, just think about what it was like when he was a young boy in church, Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. You want to talk about getting an education? Holy cow. And this is the stuff that we've brought into the show, like Dr. Wong was just saying, because of the way I am rewiring my brain now. Now, not that I never did I am before, but I'm taking probably I am to the hundredth power. Now, and that's why I said, When you do things like that, override and put new successful thoughts like that in. Like I I was saying, today has been a big day. I believe. I am certain. Put anything you want on that. One of the things I've been reading to myself, I am shaped by courage. What I believe determines what I receive. I am certain that I am worth $30,000 a month. I am a magnet for money. Now, a lot of people are just going to laugh at that. But I got news for you. You put up boards with things you want, with verses you want, and you study and read and listen. This is why we're going to be the biggest blockbuster you've ever seen in your life. And the day I will be so honored and proud to have Dr. Wong on stage with me, maybe with a few other gents from here. When we're in front of a minimum of 10,000 people, and they come up and say to me, how did you do that so fast? Well, if you go back and play these shows back, and you listen to the one today, on the 2nd of March, 2018, with Dr. William Wong, you're going to get a big dose of how it happened and what I was doing and why M M&M and M is the way it is and why I had him on here because I feel he's the one that I need to talk to about motivation and muscle. Because I'm telling you right now, to be great, you're only going to probably be 1% or 2% of the world. All right. When you think about we only use 2% of our brain, think about when you're doing the things that I am going to accomplish here, I'm going to at least get 20% of my brain working. Do you know what I'm going to be like? If you put your hand on me, it might even happen now, you'll get such a shock, you'll blow your ray right across the fucking room. I mean that. When I walk into a building, I hope I make the building shake. When Dr. Wong talks about strength, you know what I say when I'm out there? I was out there yesterday. I am strong. I am a strong man. I said on a few other shows, I don't know if I even told Dr. Wong this, when I did a single show on Eminem uh, in the last few months, and I believe it was Fortitude for Attitude, I called it, and I thanked Anthony DiTillo, John McKean, and um, Steve Jack. Uh, big influences on me, of course, John and Anthony, Power Rack like crazy, among other things, but Steve Jack, 1994, Iceland. If I never saw that DVD, I don't know because I am not a fortune teller. I probably never would have picked the stone up. So when people of that magnitude touch you in that way, and I have a platform I'm sharing that all with you. You know why? Because I want to see you prosper. I want to see you succeed. I'm not a guy that makes a ton of money and no longer takes phone calls. Because one of the biggest things you could do, which will kill your career and everything else, is to no longer be available to people. That's what got me here. That's what makes you what you are. And if you want to go years and years like this with your products, because you got products that answer the needs that people have and want to fix so much, or you go out and you meet up with somebody and you give them the time of day, that can change everything for you. Go ahead, Doc. Take it.
1: You're exactly right. If you stop doing the things that got you to the top, yep. if you stop being... The, 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 the Yiddish word is yep. if you stop being the mench, the, the human being that <clears throat> <you're, clears throat> excuse me that you're supposed to be to be successful and to be nice about being successful then your successes will begin to fade if you change from the techniques and the way and the manner of being that you were To get up to the top, once you get to the top, if you cut yourself off from everyone, then all of a sudden, you'll begin to falter. Things will not work as well for you. Whatever you work for will begin to fade. And the further away you get from being reachable and being accessible and being helpful, the the worse things will get for you. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be there for folks, just like you were at the very beginning... Bearing in mind that once you get there, folks are going to start hitting you up for everything. I've got I've got people in Nigeria hitting me up for money for their surgeries. Yeah, yeah, right. You're probably yeah. going to drink it away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so you know, y- you have to have that understanding that all these nasty folks going to come out of the woodwork yep. and start bugging you. But in the main, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the other people. Who are going to still reach out to you once you're successful are the folks who reached out to you while you were gaining your success. Yep. And in helping those folks, you helped yourself because you got paid back tenfold in let, let let's call it good luck. Yeah. God gave you tenfold good luck for every good deed, every good thing you did. Hey Doc, let me let me ask you this, um, and I, I'm not
0: I'm, I hope I'm not putting you on the uh, on the on the block so to speak oh, but good. um where do you see the show going where what 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 you've been on here for over two years now going on number three you've seen uh, obviously I'm not going to speak for you I think I've progressed as a not only as an interviewer but I I just think that I, this is what I was supposed to do among many things but I, I, I've been very blessed with the voice and all that, but, and, and you know, I know you're honest as hell. You're not going to hurt my feelings either. Where, what do you see in your mind's eye? Where do you feel this show could go, if you feel anywhere? what What is your impression where we are right now? Satellite
1: radio. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we don't want AM or, or FM. Nope. Because of the FCC rules, you can't say things like "shit." Damn, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the, uh, the seven words you can't say on the Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, uh, so you always have to withhold your 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 emotions and your expression when when you're technically on the air. But if you're over the airwaves, yeah, over the skywaves via satellite, you can say whatever the frick you want to. Yeah, and you can also specialize your your, <clears throat> your clientele. Mm-hmm. I'm doing shortwave because it's a forgotten medium. Yep. And there are so many tens of thousands of folks worldwide still listening to shortwave. Folks in the states here don't as much. The older guys like me do because we all re- remember having shortwave sets as as kids and yeah. we tuned in all around the world and it was it was a really good way to travel from from from. From the warmth of your kitchen. You can travel the world on shortwave just, just from your kitchen, just tuning in the dial. Yeah. <clears throat> but oddly enough, it's my niche. Yep. I found other folks who are as socially conservative, as right-wing, as reactionary as I am on shortwave. Yeah. Thousands of them. Yeah. And a good many of them have become, become customers. mm <clears throat> and a, a good many of them give us feedback and then that parlays into podcasts so we, we take our short order of radios and we put them into podcasts you're, you're kind of starting off in the opposite direction yeah. you're doing your podcasts and eventually you will go into the radio part yeah. and you know it will be so cool because then instead of just having a local clientele or a a, a, a local Listenership <clears throat> as you would with AM or FM outlets, all of a sudden you've got a worldwide listenership. Yeah. And all the folks who want to specialize in that particular thing that you're offering can listen. And that will be hundreds of thousands yep. of people listed. Yeah.
0: And, you know, that's one of the reasons why, and we're going to get into this momentarily. Um, if you haven't gone out and looked at the Manly. Uh, men's movement page out on fiorellabarbellco.com you really should because you know it's got a picture of dr wong and myself and obviously douglas graham is heavily involved in it too um but if you as you scale down the page when you read through it you know look at the books that we've all picked where i'm an affiliate with amazon so you can get some of our picks and obviously we will be updating them and rotating them um, you know we've got Dr. Wong supplements on there, which are second to none. Uh, Logan Christopher has been a guest, and I, I I like him and his brother Cloud big time. I feel Lost Empire herbs are a real good product line. Um, they've done excellent too. Dr. Wong's been on Logan's show before. I mean, I don't know how many years they've been up. I would say no more, maybe five or six, and. You know, Logan told me on the last show, they're a seven-figure enterprise already. So there's a couple of other people um, that we are looking at right now, um, but we're not going to go too much more than that. Uh, I've added a couple books of people that are on this show that I have um, um, a lot of respect for, and they're super guests on here. But we're not going to cloud it up there. And, of course, the discussion board is down below it. You know, you start a thread going, and you're definitely going to get responses all over the place. But the idea of that is we'll hit that momentarily. Um, Obviously, you feel I'm going to be out on the satellite meeting all the uh, extraterrestrials out there. (laughs) Um, But let me ask you this. Um, One last question on M&M. Um, you you've got obviously your own show, and we are two different genres in some ways. But as you know, I've listened to you for years. Um, I love your shows. Information like insane, insane. I love it, and it speaks to males like crazy. Where it, w- with with Eminem's lineage that's happening right now, besides the et style of radio where else do you feel in the market we could hit that nobody will ever hit because i just feel that i am so different from other people i know the big names out there and uh of course i get compared to them and this that and the other thing but they've got their own style but i don't i, I I just think that we are head and shoulders above a lot of these people and they compare money to everybody, so obviously everybody thinks they're more successful than me. But I think in the long haul we're just gonna leave like a big dirt track that you're gonna see for thousands of miles. What what is your feeling at
1: that this point? Okay, here. With, let's 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 delineate success. Okay. <clears throat> Joe Weider's magazines were probably the best-selling bodybuilding magazines ever mm-hmm. okay and when 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 kids bought Joe Weider's magazines they learned how to bomb and how to blitz <laughs> yep and and, and 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 do do five giant sets of this and 20 tri sets of that and 20 quad sets of something else and they never got anywhere because they all <clears throat> overworked now you compare that to Iron Man magazine. Perry Raider's mag back when Perry Raider published it before it became a bodybuilding rag. Yep. uh, Perry Raider put out a very limited magazine. It was very different in format. It was a much smaller format than Joe Weider's magazines. It dealt some with bodybuilding, yes, but it dealt a lot more with strength gaining, serious strength gaining, because Perry Raider was an old strongman. <clears throat> there was more serious information in one of Perry Raiders magazines than in 20 years of shit. so let's compare shows yes other folks may have more listenership to their shows but they're all the again the sub 100 sub 90 IQ folks who want to be told how to bomb and blitz <laughs> and get physically beautiful biceps yep The people who listen to your show are the folks who are absolutely dead serious about getting bigger and stronger, and they're thinking people. They want the concepts that you're giving them on strength. They want to, okay, I'll listen to how this guy trains and how this guy trains, and then I'll figure it out for myself instead of... Sergio Oliver does five sets of this and four sets of that. If you do that, too, you'll look like Sergio. What an absolute crock of horseshit. Yeah. Number one, Sergio never trained like that. Nope. <clears throat> number number two, anyone who tries to follow <clears throat> a really high-level routine early on is going to break themselves, and they're never going to get anywhere because they'll just quit. Yep, I so agree. Your, your show is the Iron Man magazine of... This medium. Oh, thanks. High um, quality, super content,
0: no fluff. And I appreciate that because you are the second person that said, I think I've only said it once, and I wish I had the email. I don't remember the name. They said to me that your show reminds me of Perry Raider's Iron Man magazine. Now, you talk about the highest compliment you could ever give me. I mean, I'm looking at... Multitudes of them in front of me that I bought used, um, just you unbelievable. You mine away. Ah, oh,
1: that's what happened my nineteen forty one Captain America.
0: Oh I my! Oh my God! Um, that happened to my buddy Richie. What an Olympic lifter! He had every uh, Iron Man magazine, and he and his girlfriend moved, and he th- and I can't believe to this day because of the way he was. He threw every one of them out. I was like, oh, my God, man. Oh, my God. It was just like one time. It was I knew about Nautilus. I read about it. And there was a local big gym here that had every Nautilus machine. I'm talking the circa probably 69 to 71, the real shit, you know, yeah, like I've got outside, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the big monster, everything, the the chain. Okay. Okay so one day I used to to
1: use the plate loading
0: ones oh yeah well that's what I got with my pullover machine if you can believe that Okay. Mm -hmm. so there they are sitting outside for the trash man if I knew now what I knew then I would have grabbed every friggin one of them even if I didn't use half of them and sold them my god but you know that's the thing I'm most proud of here besides you know you and the family here It's like we got an outstanding product, and it is eventually going to get out there, and it's going to be out there sooner than later, believe me, because with the type of force that's behind this show and the energy, there's just no way it's not going to happen, and I'll tell everybody, I can't wait to the time that this is all happening and creating because it is happening right now things can't come to fruition without without not happening okay but you're going to go through the seesaw all the time but the thing that i'm going to relish more than anything is the day that i can throw a party and fly everybody in so if we don't meet before then we finally all get to look into each other's eyes and shake hands and all sit around as a big group of the m M&M and family because at that point i know i've hit it big and to me everyone that's involved with the show will be there they will all as i always say and i don't bullshit you'll always be welcome at my table so um anything else dr Wong? because if not we're going to move right into the manly or the to the manly men's movement yep. let's go do that okay um, let me just phrase this quick uh, I don't know it was one, on one of the shows that Dr. Wong and I were doing and we were hammering I'm sure it could have been Snowflakes who knows what it was but I don't know how we got talking more and more Or and it was off the show it happened and I said need to put something together and he said I said got to come up with a good name he said what about the Manly Men's Movement and I said bingo because i like the three m's it kind of goes with everything here and um obviously i went back and forth with him he added content um you know i wanted to look at the page obviously before we released it um and it didn't just happen like overnight it took a while to do we're always adding stuff to it but my feeling here is with this page it is i think besides eminem and you know Dr. Wong's products, his shows, anything out there, we're at a point in time where this couldn't have come at a better time. And the ability here with the father and son shows I'm doing now, and all the stuff we're doing with the weight training and the stones and the, the balancing, getting the brain to function correctly again, and most of all, getting men to feel like men again. Let them know that you don't have to listen to anybody. All right? You've got to become your own man again. And how we're here, if we're not pushing with our beliefs, which that's the main core of it, we have products that's going to help them get started right along with the weight training. Because I'm going to tell you something, and I'll, I'll give this right to you, Dr. Wong, is this. I am totally convinced, and I want to hear what you say, yay or nay. With all the rewiring and all the stuff I'm doing now and where I call it uh, strength resolve because everything gets pushed from the inside out, not the other way, what I have found is the essence of getting to everything is you've got to become a physical culture warrior, a strength warrior. You need to learn how to function with a barbell. Uh, with a sandbag, whether it's martial arts like Dr. Wong talks about and everything he's been in, all of these things. And now I want to tell everybody before I give it to him: is I think without the physicality initially, it's not ever going to lead to anything else. How are you going to get stronger mentally without testing your body? How's your body going to get bigger and stronger without testing your body? And most of all, we talked about God. And I know a lot of people are not comfortable with the word God, but I am. And believe me, I've had my arguments with God like you and I had one today. Terrible things, man, that I said. But with life comes frustration at times. And I know words are hard to take back, but that's why you want to get better and better with your words. You want to become more pliable mentally where you can take things that are no good and get rid of them and sink the real stuff in but i will tell you right now god deep belief belief persistence if you don't have them however you want to call it i like just using all three because they are pretty interchangeable to me you're not getting anywhere and if you don't start building that strength resolve You're not going to get any of the three. And the main thing I want to clarify right now before somebody sends me a note is this. I'm not telling you to go out and lift a 418-pound stone. I'm not telling you to go out and lift a 500-pound barbell, squat, bench, whatever. I'm not telling you, as Dr. Wong would say, and I'll let him bring it up, to fill a a burlap bag full of rocks and punch it till you break your goddamn knuckles. I am not telling you that. Would I like to see you go out and test you everything you got, your metal for that? Yep. I would. But the whole thing about this M&M movement is this. Let's go out and just do something. Let's get on board and start the fucking propeller going. Because when you do that, I promise you If you're committed with both feet in the cement, you'll never look back. It's all yours, my friend.
1: There are very few people who can become mentally strong without also being physically strong. The two, for most folks, and there are exceptions, the two for most folks go hand in hand. The discipline that we use to get ourselves stronger the discipline that we use to learn martial arts, the discipline that we use to excel at a physical activity, is the same discipline that we use in education to make sure that we get a, a, a good grounding in everything we want to get, in everything we, we'd like to learn, and is the strength that we need mentally to achieve our goals, whether educationally, financially, socially, it all blends into the same thing. Physical strength becomes mental and spiritual strength. but Especially spiritual strength becomes physical strength. And here's where I get back to your brother. Yep. Your brother had the spiritual strength to cope with and overcome his physical weakness and maintain his strength of personality. Without that spiritual strength, I've worked around empty patients. Yep. The ones who have the spiritual strength are fine. The ones who are sitting around dreading dying the next second are wrecks. Yep. And your brother had that strength of personality that made his body stronger and more capable of withstanding the disease. So whether we come at it from the physical side or we come at it from the spiritual side... Both of them will augment the mental side. Very few people are mentally strong to start with. Right. I can't think of any kid anywhere that's mentally strong. We get mentally strong by our physical strength or our spiritual strength, but we don't come mentally strong. Kids are not mentally strong. Kids will run in fear when things start happening that are bad. The the things that, that a, a cop or a soldier have to stand up to are physically bad. If they were kids, they'd run away from it. Mm -hmm. But they're men. They know that who's standing behind them needs to be defended. And they're standing in front where the danger is. You get that mental strength from your physical strength and your spiritual strength. Think of... I want you to picture the samurai movies that you've seen sure especially the ones with Yukio Mishima no 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 excuse no, with uh, uh oh not not, not Yukio Mishima I'm sorry he he he, he was a playwright Nishiro Mifune yep he's walking down this dirt road path it's raining he's thinking about stuff and he's scratching himself just like the lone cowboy in the Clint Eastwood movies oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay? Yep. because that's that's where they got the image from to make the Clint Eastwood Cowboy. Yep. It was from Tashiro Mafune. Th- what do you see? You, you see a guy who's thinking. You see a guy who doesn't care about the rain, not paying any attention to the mud. All of a sudden, he's surrounded by guys, and it's like, oh, shit, they've interrupted my thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yep. Spiritual strength then goes into physical strength, And having the mental strength to not go, Oh my God, I'm sorry, don't hurt me. He says, fuck you, and he kills them all. Yep. Okay. We need to come at strength from the spiritual side, from the physical side, to have the mental strength. Without the two of them, without the spiritual and the physical strength, there will be no mental strength. So since the mental strength is what gets us through our daily lives, your work life, your social life, your family life, you better develop the other two or you ain't going to be shit. Yep. The one thing that we see lacking with all the freaking snowflakes, with all these leftists, with all these little skinny or obese college kids who all of a sudden think communism and socialism is the way to go. Yeah. They lack both the spiritual strength because they, they, they don't believe in God. They're all a- atheists because they're all communists. Yep. They don't have the physical strength, there because you know that's not what kids who play video games do. Right. So they think they have the mental strength because they're in your face, and they're 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 their 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 communistic philosophies, and if you punch them in the teeth, all of a sudden their mental strength crumbles. Oh yeah. Because why? They didn't have the mental strength. Because they didn't have the physical or the spiritual strength to build the mental strength. When, uh, oh, I forgot, uh, there was a fellow, Beria. Beria was the head of the KGB under Stalin. Beria was responsible for murdering 30 to 35 million people. A good many of them, like a few hundred a night. Stalin would write, Stalin would, would demand lists of names. He wanted at least 600 people executed every single day. He was, he, he was really anal retentive. He wanted to see the lists, and he'd throw the list back to Beria and say, nah, not enough, more. It's almost like he was offering sacrifices to Satan, which mm-hmm. is what I think he was doing. But <laughs> I can't prove. Okay, so when Beria finally was executed, he broke down and cried like a baby. Yep. Why? He didn't have the mental strength. He was great at torturing folks. He was great at executing people. He was great at being at being a freaking pathological sadist. But he had neither physical strength. He was a little dweeby guy, yep. pot belly. Yep. And neither did he have the spiritual strength. He didn't believe in God. He might have believed in Satan, but he certainly didn't believe in God. And he was about to meet Satan oh, <laughs> and yeah. start paying for 30 million, 35 million lives. Yep. Yep. So Beria broke down and cried like an infant when it was his turn to be executed. Here's a guy who had had the power of the KGB behind him. Back then it was called the NKVD. But he had no inner strength. So we see all these snowflakes now, and they have lots of commitment, and they'll yell in your face and whatever. When push comes to shove, they have no inner strength. We need to make sure that our family, that we ourselves, that the people we care about, and that the world in the future has the spiritual strength and the physical strength to give them the mental strength.
0: What do you, you, let me, well, this is one thing I'm very proud about with the manly men's movement, is this, um, this is going to give people an opportunity to really, if they're really interested, it's going to give them an opportunity to really, examine their lives you know you talk about the snowflakes and everything where you're right on the money um but you know something too and i'm not excusing anything with them believe me but think about you know that's what we're talking about here with the page where if a man is lost if he's looking for his his self again okay because we know damn well for the last 50 years minimum, and especially the assault on men, even recently, it's just unbelievable that, you know, it's like anything. You get told a lie enough, what's the saying? You're going to believe yes. the lie, okay? Exactly. Now, look, this page was constructed by the three of us. Uh, I, I mean, I can't speak for you, but I have a feeling why, but I'll, I'll speak on, on my in my own boots here, is this. It's come to a point now where... I I have a tendency to I know what's going on and I can have tunnel vision where I can ignore a lot of things I can't ignore it anymore alright and I don't feel I'm suffering from that at all but I am sick and tired as a man being assaulted by people that are nothing and they are nothing what they do is they have the media, the government or both behind them or some group that we don't know who's backing him, but we've seen enough of these groups where they're ma- you know, very big in size. Costs a lot of money to set stuff up, and we know there's a lot of foreign entities involved with all this. But look, my thing is this. I don't really give a shit about them. It's the same way of who's doing radio. You know, where they're supposedly better or against me or whatever. I don't care. Alright? What I care about is this. We've come to a point in our history here where men have to be redefined to what they used to be, all right? And we're going to get the same shit like everything with um, Eminem where, well, I don't want to lift what you do. We're not asking you to do that. Well, you guys are all burly. Maybe, you know, I just want to get in shape. Fine. But the thing is, don't surrender your manhood. Don't. And too many people have. I mean, you look at society. I said, I think about a week ago, I can only get this yogurt at one place, and it's Whole Foods. And if you listen to me, you know that altercation I had with that ponytail faggot in line one day. And he would have got his head handed to him, and he knew You're it. so judgmental. Exactly. Well, he was a real smart-ass guy. You know, and I don't know what his orientation was, but I'm sure he was a wise guy to everybody. And he had me on that 24-hour high of training, and he made a wise comment. He was going to get killed. And I know he knew it because he backed up. And I don't need that, all right? But the thing is, it's the same way with all this bullshit on men. It's time, guys. to Stop. It's over, man. And you know what? You can still be a manly man, and women love that. You don't hear the other side of the coin, all right? The thing is, you can be a gentleman, you can love your wife, your girlfriend, your family, and it can be vice versa, and you can have the best time of your life. And I don't care if you're throwing up a 400-pound log over your head or you're barely lifting a 25-pound old-school York bar over your head for a press. I don't care. But no one seems to get the point of this stuff is you have to start Somewhere, you If if you're willing to take the, the proverbial kick in the balls and in the ass every day and being told you're not this, not that, and you don't need to be this, then why not say, I'm not taking that shit anymore, and now I'm going to be the guy that's going to grow the set of balls. I'm going to start calling the shots. And when somebody calls me out or insults me, I'm going to stand up for what we are that is what's lacking right now that's like we saw the um, article Dr. Wong put up about a week and a half ago about the little, the little snowflake boys there, the soy boys that can't even throw a hand grenade and I made the funny thing where people were all like sending me shit I took it and put it over on etched and said they ought to start throwing their iPhones instead and I meant that jokingly but not either Okay, so we can't keep taking this and that's why that page is built it's a way to get men and sons and young men involved and let you know that you're not hopeless and you don't need to be told that you're a beta male from some brush cut that's been raising you on soy milk for the last 20 years okay what you need to know is you should listen to the things we were talking about you should learn the word the two words I am. You should get involved. You should go out and go to places that you know things like that are going on. Get involved in a league where it's all men. I don't know what it's going to be like. I can't tell you, but go out and read about think, Go out and read about Napoleon. Whether you agree with him or not, you want to see somebody that was no bullshit. Patton, any of them. Go out and watch Josie Wales, the outlaw Josie Wales with Clint Eastwood. Seriously go you're going to see a whole different set of rules there the main thing is here we want you to join us here at MMM all right I want and everybody else that's associated with here wants to help you out and it's the same way with Dr. Wong supplements we know an awful lot about testosterone you can go out and listen to his uh podcasts which are just loaded with material You know, Logan, we've talked about Lost Empire Herbs here. We've got the books from um, Amazon that I'm affiliated with. And like I said, we're waiting on a couple other people. We are doing more than most people would do. And the thing is, we have heart in it, and we love what we do, and we want to share that with you. Um, Dr. Wong, summarize. You know, say whatever you want about MMM. um, Put out all your info. I'll put mine out, and uh, we will get ready for next month.
1: Again, I'll reiterate, the most important thing to build the mental strength is to build your physical and your spiritual strength. The three of them go together, but you cannot have the mental strength without the spiritual strength and the physical strength. Keep that image of the lone samurai walking down the path all by himself in the rain forefront in your mind. And you'll begin to understand. Read the Book of Five Rings translated by Stephen Kaufman. Read the Art of War, Sun Tzu's Art of War, again translated by Stephen Kaufman. Stephen Kaufman is a Hanshi, he's a ninth degree Black Belt. And his translations of the Five Rings and the Art of War are meant for warriors, for martial artists, not businessmen, <laughs> not you know, the not all the fluff that they've basically taken and tried to deball both those books. Yep. Read the books, understand the concepts, maxims of Napoleon. Napoleon wrote a book on maxims. Yep. And, you know, right now the only one I can remember is An Enemy in Retreat Doubles His Losses. Wow. What a concept. You know, you can apply that to business instantly. Yep. You can apply that to street fighting. You can apply that to anything. Okay. So put the data into your brain. Put the strength of spirit into your heart and soul put the strength of iron and stone, and steel into your body, remember the riddle of strength, that the physical strength is stronger. Flesh is stronger than steel. The hand that wields the steel is stronger than the steel. And you'll get it. You'll get it all. It's a trinity. But you've got to do the spiritual and the physical to get the medal oh uh, yeah go ahead folks who want to listen to my uh... podcast again dr Wong and dr william wong's essentials of life and wellness on youtube want to read my articles they're drwong.us if you want to take a look at our supplements it's dr wong's essentials dot com that's
0: going to be another thing we're going to have to uh dive back into, because um, it's very important, and regardless how you feel or what you look like, um, there is a need for all of that stuff, especially when we, you were talking the other day about the enzymes and the joint formula, um, killer, I take it like crazy, so I mean, you know, I've, I've been on the on the uh, boat with you for many years, long before the show, because As I said, you're not going to find a lot of quality out there. I don't care how they dress it up and the models they use and everything. The bottom line is that's why M&M and MMM and FBC are going to be the biggest package in the world. The reason why is we don't need a lot of frills. We just need to go out and do the things correctly by our own standards. So Dr. Wong, obviously with his formulas... I can't speak for that, but this is what I've always gathered from them: is, yep, they look great, the website looks super, but the bottom line is here, he's taken simplicity that most people have no idea what it even means anymore and taking something without all the glamour and have made superior products. So that's what we are too. Not a lot of glamour. We don't need to have a ton of flash, but boy, oh boy, Dr. Wong's going to knock some rocks out of the air or do some Olympic lifting or the rest of us are going to be hitting stones and, you know, all the, all the Denny stuff that's going on through us and all that. That's what it's all about. You know, my chiropractor, John Ridge, you hear me talk about who we lost to cancer. John sent me a picture. He and his wife were on a cruise. They'd never gone on a cruise. And he sent me a picture with a big tiger on it. It was a postcard. And he wrote a nice note. And at the bottom of it, he wrote in quotes. He goes, this is who I think you are. And then it followed with this. He said, I call you silent strength. And I'll leave it at there. This is Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. If you'd like Dr. Wong and I to do another killer show, Go out to uh, Fiorellabarbell at nightcap.r.com. Also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We thank you for that. AHA directory, that's in your car. Aha! Also, if someone seeks you out in the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words. I hope today we gave you five words that will touch your life in a big, big way. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile that might be all they get that day if you're going to lift it bend it break it twist it squat it pull it press it if you're going to lift stones turn them into dust and as a great who's steel stone crusher says in blood red domination we are domination we clear cut the path we don't follow anyone's dominate obliterate and dent everything in your path also no one will ever clip our big balls. Right now, between Dr. Wong and I, they're hitting the ground. They're so full of tea. Believe me. Also, too, Russell Fur, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. That'll be till the last day we are here on earth with this show. It will never end. Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Also, my dad, be a leader, not a follower. Um, I will say this, and we got into this in the last show a little bit. I'm sure my dad is very proud of what I've accomplished already. And I've said multiple times, I would love one more day in a physical sense to have these three gentlemen in the room with me right now speaking to all of you. To Dr. Wong, you could meet them all and we talk. Because let me tell you, they were the best of the best. I, they don't make men like that anymore. At least I haven't met many. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Also, too, um, be a steward of strength. And don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. And one thing I missed, John Ridge would walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. You want to get a mind shift, whether it's a good day, bad day, or in between keep smiling folks also too um as the great les brown says you'll have greatness in you we take it two steps further we believe in you and we got your back how many people are saying that let me tell you and dr Wong, as i said it's always a pleasure and honor to have you on and the history and all the great things you bring to me and the family here um I can't have them on here to thank you, but I can thank you for me and everyone. It's been a pleasure, as usual.
1: An honor to be on with you, Eric.
0: Thank you very much, Doc. So, for Dr. William Wong, this is Eric Fiorello. This show will be up this weekend. Um, Remember, life is asking something from all of us. Go out and do it. Go out and do it. And you need us and we need you. And we're going to be talking to you for 30 more years. And we will be on terrestrial radio. And Dr. Wong will be with me. If I've got to carry him in from Texas, I'm bringing him in. So have a great week every weekend, everybody. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll see see you you next time. time.